Welcome to the first episode of Greetings Adventurers Leviathan. Hi, I'm Nika Howard. My pronouns are she, her. Hey, I'm Mike Bachman, and my pronouns are he, him. Hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer Cheek, and my pronouns are she, her. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm Tim Lanning, and my pronouns are he, him. I'm Michael DeMauro, and my pronouns are he, him. Hi, my name is Fred Greenleaf, and my pronouns are he, him. And I am your Game Master for Greetings Adventurers, Leviathan. So five days ago, news of a deep home mining regiment came across an incredible find. In the mountains of Razorback, uh, deep underground, they came across an opening that belies an underground city. Upon initial review, it is confirmed that although there are some trace possibilities of dwarven masonry, this is not a known dwarven territory. The placement of the found hallway is also much deeper underground than standard dwarven dwellings and cities. Due to this and the recent excavation group who have gone missing, a group of experts were called to explore and reveal anything they could. They are summoned slash hired by a wealthy dwarf by the name of Ridley. Ridley is specifically looking for adventurers with talent in magic, divine, and arcane, as well as dungeoneers and fighters. Due to this unprecedented find, he is unsure of what to expect. Whatever is found, it will truly be one of a kind and is paying well to explore this area for him. So all of you are greeted by two dwarves. Um, They have introduced themselves as Gorman and Shaw. Fast and Furious presents Gorman and Shaw. Yes! (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So they are dressed rather peculiarly. They're in brown slacks and white tunics. Um, Shaw has large circular glasses with a thin wire frame, and Gorman has a large but well-oiled beard and a belt buckle that carries the emblem of the Scottsdale Mining Company, which is a hammer and chisel. They carry a scroll tube that has the same emblem as Gorman's belt buckle, and upon accepting the tube, a scroll rolls out of the bottom through some mechanical device as gears on either end of the tube move rapidly. The scroll reads, Five days ago, the Scottsdale Mining Company uncovered an uncharted subterranean city. Upon first indication, there is no true specific masonry which would reveal the culture of the city. Also, the only written language thus far has no similarities to any known languages by the dwarves of Depot. As of yet, no one has been seen and what little has been explored. Due to the fragile nature of findings, we are requesting your expertise in further exploration and research of this unprecedented discovery. You'll be handsomely compensated and will receive an advance payment upon agreement of your arrival. Gorman and Shaw, who you look upon now, will provide the advance payment and travel accommodations. Due to the immediacy of the situation, you are requested to travel to the site post-haste. So each of you are approached uh, individually with Shaw casting some type of teleportation magic. You are whisked away to the Scottsdale Mining Company's mining area, and um, you will spend the night there. Upon the next morning, uh, you are awoken from stone slabs <laughs> with a loud reverberating noise, a loud banging noise on a wooden door that is a part of your room. Gorman opens the door and says, good morning, hopefully you're ready. Uh, I do apologize about the accommodations, but dwarven beds are usually a little bit tougher than whatever you're used to. Hopefully you slept well. Are we are sh- we're, we are all we're all in, on, on in this room together. Uh, yeah, so you're all on like stone slab bunk beds, and okay. uh, it's it's <laughs> because of the mining camp. It, it it isn't luxurious in setting. I think it's more what would be considered practical mm-hmm. than um, you know lavish. And uh, you are just put into like a, a a kind of a barracks. Fred, Fred, do we know each other? 
That's a great question. I, I think this will be a good point for all of us to just explore your characters a little bit. So what mm. we can do is we could go uh, one by one. And if inspiration strikes you, you can express whether you know some of the other characters, but definitely not necessary. So uh, I guess since you just spoke up, Michael, let's start with your character. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> just throw that on. Jeez. <laughs> My character is a dwarf, uh, a dwarf who knows the the mines like the back of his hand. Uh, his name is uh, uh, Dag Chukas, <laughs> and uh, he usually goes by he goes by Daggy. Daggy. <laughs> he is a druid, but he is an under under the mountain druid. Uh, he is an old sort of crusty guy. And, uh, you know, he probably smells like soil. <laughs> so what is it? Chug- chuggers? Chuggers. Chuggers? Daggy chuggers. Chuggers. Daggy chuggers. Well, I don't need to write it down right because I don't think my character will say it right. <laughs> now, do you feel like your character being kind of like a undermountain druid, would you have associated with any of the other players? I mean, so I don't know what everyone else is playing per se, but I kind of figured my role, or part of my role anyway, would be, or the reason why I would be picked for this was that I do know um, the deep the deep mines, mm. uh, since I just essentially spend my life wandering around in, you know, one layer above the Underdark. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's uh, now introduce Tim. Why don't you introduce your character? You, you said that the slabs were quite, um, uh, well, I guess, utilitarian. Like, For some reason, one of them, uh, the bottom bunk, is lined in a very nice sort of like deep red uh, 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 embroidery around it with gold trim. And uh, you just hear five more minutes. And then uh, you hear a thump. Uh, and uh, Briar, get me tea. Up on the top bunk, you see, just like you can barely see, in the corner, in a little tiny ball, and then crawls forward, Briar. When you first look at Briar, it's like, that's a human. Wait, is it though? Something (laughs) is weird. Uh, They have little kind of mousy ears. Their hair is like, not mottled. I don't know if that's the right color, but it's like kind of different colors, grays and browns and such. Um, they've got a little hood on, uh, and they're, they're they're just a little a little guy. Um, uh, and they kind of swing their head down to the bottom and say, "I did not come here to make you fucking tea. I'm here. Mm-hmm. What do you want?" And then I back into a little ball with my cape, like up around my nose. <laughs> Two dark boots come out from underneath the uh, canopy bed, I guess you'd say. And then uh, slowly slinking his way out is a completely robed uh, in fine robes person. And uh, his details are um, hidden by a plain uh, white mask uh, that has sort of like uh, uh, big eye holes where you can see his intense eyes through it. But with um, the, the mask, the only thing, the only bit of like, I guess you would say emotion to the mask is like a, a big smile with like sharp teeth. He looks 
out of place here, uh, but with, yeah, just different like necklaces and jewelry, um, uh, a ve- very fancy um, character. He sort of steps forward and says, well, I'm not going anywhere until we've had breakfast or some sort of um, tea. I require tea in the morning and uh, um, a, 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 a rare cut of meat, whatever it is you have here. Um, this is uh, time that erodes young love. He's pretty insistent that you call him that. Can, can you spell that phonetically, please? I just saw those words. Time that erodes young love. Is it Y-O-U-N-G or Y-U-N-G? Oh, okay. okay, great question. No, it's Y-O-U-N-G and it's time as in T-I-M, not T-Y. Uh, T-I-M-E. T-I-M-E. <laughs> His name's Tim, you know. (laughs) Tim, Tim, Uh, Rose Young Love. But yeah, no, he has like a dagger on his his side, and he looks very frail. What? What? what, You said you're wearing like a full robe and like a mask, right? What's the what color are you? It's like um, parts of it are deep uh, blue, other than with slashes of maybe like some crimson, uh, but with a lot of gold, sort of like jewelry and beads uh, uh, decorating. Because there's also like a hood that comes up over it and wraps around the top. So, so I think that Briar knows that he's not going to shut up about this. So all of a sudden, you just hear "funk" really hard down from the bunk because <laughs> Briar just jumped down uh, spider style from the top and starts rattling around in bags. Uh, and then Briar finds a water flask and a little tea bag and just in a cup. Teabag cold water hands it to you. Yeah. Is is Briar like I know you said Briar's Briar's uh, small in stature. Are we talking like small enough that when you're rattling around those bags, you're like full in the bag <laughs> whole body? <right? laughs> Maybe not like that, but, but but Briar's a shifter, and I imagine they are, are kind of a mousy shifter, so definitely small. Like, so like four eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, like yeah, four. Four, four, six. Where did your uh, uh, valets uh, sleep? I realized they didn't give extra rooms. Oh, good, eh, Kaja? <laughs> I'd like some tea as well. I just hand you my cup. Don't break it. Oh, thank you so much. This is really wonderful. I disagree I, with that. I, but I made if... it bad on purpose. It, it, you say you like it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you wake up on a beautiful morning like this. Huh. Come on. How do you even know what time it is? How are you not going to have a great day? Give that back to me if it's so good. <laughs> I'll share with you, mate. Here you go. Oh, it's mine. It's not yours. I'm not sharing. i let you have some. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. There's more tea to go around. Would you drink this? And there's just like a dark arm just holds a jug out. Oh, where did this come from? Consider me lucky. I'll slurp that right down. It is some concoction of potions. My, my mouth. It's, it's, gone a, it's gone a bit numb. Is that, is that normal? Is it gone a bit numb? Honestly, you tell me. I, I was not sure where this was going to go. I've been saving little potion scraps for a very long time. And oh. I finally had enough to drink. And you're thirsty. I have a science project. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's my lucky day. 
Keep me updated. He's our guide. Don't poison him. Daggy Jokers immediately dies. <laughs> it's like when you're at the soda fountain and you're just like pressing every single soda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No joke. I, I was like, what if Michael does die in the first episode? It's like, I will be enjoying the time off. <laughs> see you in January. He deserves it, by the way. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And then I guess from there, um, my character would come out like they some like dark boots and stuff would swing out and they have like a dark purpley, you know, you love, I love a purple and black moment. Um, dark, but not necessarily like evil looking Mm -hmm. it just looks like old and kind of dirty and very piecemeal like you know someone looked cool and i fought them so i took their stuff it's thrifted it's thrifted (laughs) yes exactly it's antique (laughs) this is vintage um and then i um you see tiefly they have um some horns that are coming forward and like some like very short cool um kind of like modern like modern today ish Mm -hmm. hair and then they have uh i actually did the face paintings pretty close to as per what oh cool i dressed up like my character and um their name is phase Ooh. what color are your horns i think they're black black with Ooh. like i oh, like yeah. like black with like kind of purple on like the yeah. tips like raiden raiden shogun's hair how it's like oh, dark purple yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, light yeah, tell me more uh are, so are you purple with lighter purple face things or are you like a light purple with darker purple face things i think that well i feel like um skin color is probably um 
what like my Nika's skin color mm-hmm. would okay. be. And then the face paintings just probably change based on the day. So some days it's blood. Oh. Some days it's cold. Oh, so it's literally yeah. like, it's not like a face marking oh, you cool, painted. Cool. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. She does it every day. So like right now it's like, Several long streaks. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's cool. Like, yeah, like yeah. on the forehead, on the chin, under the eyes. It looks very cool for those of you that are listening. <laughs> and she is a um, a cleric. And she loved to watch people do things. <laughs> Would not have guessed cleric from the previous description. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy cleric. Yeah. yeah. It takes all kinds. So perched, uh, perched in the in the corner on the on the fifth slab, having slept but appearing to have not slept, just kind of like is an is an Aarakocra, uh whose eyes have been open this entire time, but also snoring, <laughs> <laughs> wearing a uh, wearing somewhat uh, so, somewhat seafaring garb. Okay. The uh, the Aarakocra will will slowly stand up. And kind of like, kind of in a majestic pose. There's a light. There's a light behind him, and 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 as the Aarakocra starts to spread its wings, you see that wings don't unfold, but two pegs <laughs> unfold where the wings would be. But the Aarakocra, he seems very sure that he looks like really good doing this. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> what do you mean pegs? Yeah, like like wooden peg, like wooden like a peg. Uh, my character's name is uh, Pegwing Blackfeather. And oh. Eric- <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> An Aarakocra pirate who being being a, a, parrot, a parrot-like cr- creature themselves uh, has balanced it out by instead of a parrot on the shoulder, a very tiny little man. Like, ah. <laughs> who I, when I looked, I Googled names for tiny little men. And I found Bennett, which I realized, be- which, which it said Bennett in Latin means little blessed one. And I was like, oh, okay, oh, okay yeah, that's it. That's him. <laughs> now, maybe this is just me being human f- uh, first, but is there any moral implications of having this little little guy? In <laughs> yeah, is like kind of. Is this a gnome? Or yeah, is what's it like deal? Uh, <laughs> is it like a... a, a are homunculus? Yeah, it's not. It's unclear. Uh, okay. To, okay. To me, to me as well. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I don't know where this came from. <laughs> Cursed doll. I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna act like I'm saving a big secret, but secretly I'm trying to figure it out myself. That's the best way to go. <laughs> uh, and uh, the Bennett is eyeing Briar. You being used to being the smallest one in the room. Uh, oh yeah. Briar's encroaching on his territory. And he feels a little jealous. Briar is straight up scared. <laughs> A big wing. Given that you are a large bird and I'm a small mouse creature, I am. Yeah, yeah. Briar is like staying pretty far from big wing right now. They're just like eyeing. Like I need to observe this for a little bit. Like you know how like when your cat is just like perched and their eyes are like partway closed and they're just like observing. Yeah, that's what's happening. Um, a silver streak shoots out from the top of of this room that we're in. And a silver dragon, small dragon uh, type creature uh, starts biting at your pegged wings. <laughs> and then I, I quickly snap my finger and it, it looks back at me and then flies over. And I bow deeply to you, um, uh, Pegwing. It's like, I apologize. My familiarity gets, was afraid. And uh, well, I was afraid too. So that's why I didn't tell it to stop. But uh, you seem 
Cool. Uh, don't, don't give it a second thought. I've been sailing for years for the Panera Bread Company, and I... <laughs> Excuse me? I've never heard of them. I'm no stranger to being to, to my pegs being pecked at. Oh, that's a rough way to wake up, ain't it? Why don't you dip your beak in here? It's really delicious. <laughs> You're gonna have to be more specific, <laughs> or I'll send you down to five below. This horny woman over here, she she gave me this uh, she gave me this delicious drink. I got like some mash of crumbs if you want to eat that bread. And she puts them on the floor, but like not not disrespectfully. <laughs> Are these from a cracker originally? Who knows? Pegwing. You want a cracker? And then Briar also has crept over at the, the, the <laughs> mention of bread. <laughs> to be fair, I feel like FaZe is definitely using this as a way to gather people close as like, ha, friends. <laughs> yeah, I got them. This is like <laughs> food. Trick them. You know, uh, you know, uh, Daggy, was it? Uh, you, you probably haven't met too many of my kind, so you wouldn't have known this. But don't offer me crackers. All right. Well, can I, can I have them? Oh, I don't know if there's actually any crackers. Do you want them sprinkled? Briar's like kind of, like kind of far away. And then they're like, like walking closer, like, and then are you like holding it out? Uh, Literally, there'll be like a little pile and then like a trail coming closer. And then, yes, yes. Eating, walking closer. Yeah, Pegwing would be would definitely be nibbling some of these, doing that thing where it's like creep a couple steps forward, look out the side of the, <laughs> turning his head to the side. Yes. Okay, you know what I imagine also I hate was birds. happening. Briar and Pegwing are both coming from those sides, <laughs> and then we and then we bonk heads on each other trying to get the crumb, <laughs> and I scuttle away. Back up, back up. When you say mousy, are you, is that like a is that like just like a an adjective or or like a literal thing? So literally, so I I do look like a human, but I have slightly more mouse features, as in like my ears kind of look like mouse ears, and like my but still within um, the realm, still within the realm of human. Yeah, like I do not have like a mouse face. I You're just, like an e girl. Like dressed like a mouse. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and they like they like they definitely have like a little bit more hair on their arms than like most humans would like. But overall, mostly human looking. I don't have a tail. I don't have a tail. Just just like my ears were kind of mouse like, not huge. Okay, so so enough that when Pegwing uh, catches catches you out of the corner corner of his eye, it probably probably get a little bit a little bit of the ruffly feathers and it kind of. Really have to steady my claws, my talons. <laughs> I, I grab whatever this cracker was, and I just throw it into our bag, our shared bag. Nice. No, what, what are we? Why are we here? I, I seems to be an interesting traveling party. Well, you've been called by Ridley. He's uh, part of the Scottsdale Mining Regiment, and uh, he will be needing your expertise in an exploration of a unprecedented found, but. We could talk over that, uh, over breakfast. So, unfortunately, you woke up a little late, but don't worry, we have second breakfast coming up. So if you all want to follow me this way, we could go down to the mess hall. I like the sound of that. I woke up when I was required to wake up. <laughs> so you follow Gorman and Shaw uh, down what looks like small cavernous rooms. Uh, you can see similar sets up with uh, stone bunk beds and you come into a larger room that is just rife with life smells sounds and easily probably 
50 to 60 dwarven minor looking type um, characters are eating breakfast, um, loudly slurping up what look like spiced potatoes and gruel. Man. Ooh. Oh, I bet, I bet a dwarven breakfast is so fucking good. Yeah, man. Like a dwarven miner's breakfast? Give me that. Kind of like an Irish breakfast, bangers and mash, or sausages, beans, lots yeah, of, potatoes. Lots of hot sauce, yeah. Big old bowl of beans. <laughs> <laughs> so as you go to your large heaping plates of food, um, jugs of seemingly alcoholic beverages are passed around, um, whether you partake of it or not. And uh, Gorman and Shaw just kind of sit down and eat with you. And you can kind of hear the conversation. Red wine with lemon, please. What? Uh, well... Give him white wine with lime. <laughs> I mean, we do have a, a red ale. It's similar. Uh, kind of on the multi side, if that works for you. And It doesn't, but I'll take it. Uh, okay, great, great. Sorry, <laughs> my lord. He says kind of, you know, mockingly. And uh, you can hear conversations of other miners talking uh, about the missing group. Uh, the excavation group that originally went into this find. Um, it's been a day or two and nobody has returned. Um, mm. And you you figure that this is why you have been brought in, this very eccentric group uh, with maybe various scale, uh, skills. Mm. At which point you are then introduced to uh, the man of the hour, the person who has hired you, another dwarf uh, by the name of Ridley. Now, upon first look, uh, when you see Ridley, you are expecting somebody who might be, you know, covered in coal and soot and wearing mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of like heavy clothing, but he's actually dressed very dapper. Uh, he's got kind of like slouched boots. He's wearing, you know, pressed pants, uh, a white tunic, um, his hair is kind of shorn into like almost kind of like a, a, a faux hawk slash mohawk. Uh, and he has a very well-oiled uh, pointed beard and curled mustache uh, that comes up to the sides. Uh, he's hot. He's... <laughs> <laughs> he's the boss. Great Scott. Look at this fancy guy. <laughs> I appreciate all of you coming in uh, in such short notice. I hope that Gorman and Shaw have provided... Um, accommodating dwellings for all of you and not really your bed would be better i thought it was fine oh i haven't slept better great great well look i'm just gonna get to it uh two days ago uh a group of our men went into uh this excavation site and they haven't been back um nothing that we have seen from the entranceway uh, lets us know what this is and we haven't seen anybody else uh, but it is what looks like a dwelling, some kind of maybe possible underground city. I would like the five of you to go and research, explore, and find any information you can and bring back my men. Uh, three of them went in, and uh, I have to assume that they're still down there somewhere. Uh, Gorman and Shaw, they will accompany you and um, provide... Why not you? You seem capable. Uh, well... I am the proprietor of this regiment here, and uh, Alorin, King Alorin, I should say, is quite very specific about my operation and would like for me to continue, uh, albeit this extraordinary find. So, unfortunately, my time is being split elsewhere. Mm. Uh, but I 
believe uh, they have paid you handsomely. Um, each of you have received uh, a coin purse of 500 gold pieces to start off. Fuck yeah. So you can add that to your inventory. Ah, 500 pieces of eight. And what are the treasure we find along the way? Yes, so uh, as long as you bring my men back, uh, that ah, is the important part. There'll be big lots for all of us when we find the treasure of the footlocker. <laughs> Bachman, I hate you. <laughs> now, they're probably dead, right? So just bring back the bodies? Well, um, I'm really hoping that they aren't dead. Oh, no, you should probably just, you should probably let the, the uh, loved ones know they're, they're uh, certainly dead. <laughs> well, I, it, we can, there, we have clerics on hand that could more than likely help with that uh, if it comes to that. All right. It's been three days. So no hope. Yeah, no. It's, it's it's been about yes two days, and and we should well they should be fine. Um, they probably just got lost down some hallways. So all um, right, all right. What kind of skills did they have? Well, unfortunately, uh, they did not have a wide skill set. Uh, they were miners, just like the rest of us. Have you guys thought about hiring adults next time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most dwarves are considered adults after the age of fifteen. Um, and they were well into their 70s. You don't have to answer that question. So, unless you have any further questions... Briar's nine. Sorry. I'm not nine! <laughs> I am younger. Uh, someone brought up, like, how tall are we? I'm six feet tall. Wow. I feel like Faze would be six foot. Do you include the horns? Mm. Faze has got big, big, tall girl energy, for sure. Uh, Daggy's probably, like, four foot five. Oh, so we're, like, we got some... <laughs> wow, we've got talls and smalls. Well, he's he, he's wide. I had to Google how tall Eric Coker were because I had not thought about it until this point. Uh, about five feet tall. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We really are talls and smalls. <laughs> yeah. It's like either you're five foot or under or six foot or over. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Five one. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You know what? You only live once. <laughs> so the five of you are led by Gorman and Shaw. Uh, you enter what looks like a mining cart, uh, but that has some kind of mechanical enhancements on it. As you ride this cart and it is operated, it starts to move of its own volition and it starts to go deeper and deeper into the ground. Um, There are lights that pass by periodically, but um, some small sections are in the dark. And once the mining cart uh, comes to an end, uh, at the end of this excavated hallway or this passageway, this cavern, um, you see some small light coming through what looks like a uh, broken through wall. And on the side that you're on, it definitely looks rough hewn, what looks like you know a cave structure. But the light that is shining on the inside shows you what looks like a worked stone. Um, almost yellowish in color, definitely some kind of masonry. Can I attempt to discern what sort of masonry? I have a thing for that. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I go, you're doing it, you're doing it. (laughs) I have dark vision. Same. Stone cunning. Yeah, whenever you make an intelligence history check related to the origin of stonework, you're considered proficient in the history skill. All right. Oh, it's a two. I don't know what this stuff is. Is that rock? (laughs) (laughs) And even as an underground dwarven druid, you are familiar with dwarven masonry. And and just as much as 
you know, you've heard from the stories uh, in the mess hall and from what Ridley, Gorman, and Shaw have provided information on, um, you are unfamiliar with the work of this stone. It does not look like dwarven make. It's aliens. Ancient aliens. (laughs) She's kidding. (laughs) Right? That was Jennifer. (laughs) Is there anywhere to perch in here? (laughs) There are uh, stalagmites um, and rough-hewn stone walls that can be perched on. Y'all don't know this. Uh, Well, I'll just say that that Pegwing flaps his pegs, and to all of your surprise, it works. (gasps) <gasps> he goes and perches on it. Perches on one of them. Damn. So wait, you your peg wings allow you to fly? Is that what you mean? Well, okay. So the 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 inside baseball on that is that I have wing boots, but for for lore uh, reasons, uh, I am not wearing boots. I love it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. For a second, I thought you were just a guy in a bird costume. What if there? What if like you have special? Sh- Little like soft. You have like toe shoes on. <laughs> Vibram's five wings. Oh my god! <laughs> and the little claws are sticking out the end. <laughs> so, is there anything else you would like to do prior to entering uh, this hole in the wall that leads into a hallway? What uh, what, what what equipment? What supplies? What assistance? Is it just the the, the two? Um, 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 uh, miners you're sending with us? Is What about the team? Well, we're not really miners. We're more of a security detail for Ridley, but we've been asked to come with you. Strong men. Okay, got Got it. What about who's carrying our our things? Uh, That would be Gorman. I'm not much of a strong man myself. Uh, This is Shaw talking, just in case you're wondering. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, you could just carry your own stuff. I am not carrying my things. That's why you're here. You're here to carry my things. I'm literally like half your size. And I'm going to carry your stuff. Yeah, but look at this guy's scrawny arms. Don't touch me. They're really small. (laughs) I squeeze squeeze his arms. Don't. (laughs) Yes, I I brought my... It's just embarrassing, that's all. No, it's not. I'm, I'm, I'm good at other things. You don't have to be good at everything. It's not a big deal. Hmm. Okay. You were here. You weren't even invited. You didn't get one of the scrolls. You're here because... Yeah, I'm here because I have to be. Yeah. Because you made me come. He made me come. Everyone, he made me be here. He's making me go down into the earth. <laughs> I'm being mistreated. <laughs> Are you being oppressed? I'm being oppressed. No, 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 no. When you owe a, 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 a favor for the sanguine sundries, purveyor of fine antiquity... You don't turn down that offer. <laughs> I mean, I for long. I mm. thought I was gonna make money on it. Um, we'll make plenty of money down here. Okay, I assure we'll you. See. I don't Maybe know, all of us can too. with um, mm. some l- bit of luck. Faze looks at the three of us, or looks at everyone, and then points to um, Daggy, Briar, and Pegwing, and says, "You guys enjoy." And I would like to give you three um, a magical bond that lasts um, while you're bonded within 30 feet of another. You can roll a d4 and add it to any attack roll, ability roll, ability check, or saving throw that you make. Awesome. Wait, wait is, what is that? You said within 30 feet? Wow. Yeah, 30 feet. Okay. Oh, what is that? Give it to me, too. I can't. I only have enough for three, and they seem to, like, want to work together. Hmm. You piece of shit. So wait, we're bonded. I have to stay close to you? No, I think you get to stay close to the other two. Just as long as like we're within 30 feet. So like, yeah. as lo- like we could be like, 
one of us is there and 30 feet and then another 30 feet and it still works. <laughs> yeah. Right? As long as you're in 30 feet with one of each other. Of one of them, yeah. Well, I've got a, a, a present for you as well. Here's a porcini mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Delicious. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grind this up. Uh, is that just a mushroom? I mean, I've like seen people sell ones that look kind of like this. Oh, this little beauty here? Yeah, it's a mushroom. Would anyone like an eye patch? <laughs> no. I mean, grab one anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll take one. <laughs> yeah, of course you will. <laughs> I, I do. I do feel like Briar's like anything that's offered. Briar's like, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> so as you enter into this hallway, you can see that it is quite clean. It looks like it's maintained well, not like the rough cavern that you came from that has small bits of rocks all over the place from the excavating team. And you just feel like you just burst through a wall in the side of this subterranean city. As you look down your left and to your right, you can see that there are, you know, a couple of doors that probably lead into various rooms. And then at the end of the hallway, uh, it looks like an, an opening into what looks like a larger room that might have some kind of flora, trees, or something Ooh. along those lines. Maybe a, an atrium of some kind. So doors on the way to the atrium? Yeah, so there's, let's just say there's two hallways. One goes towards the atrium with a door in between you and the atrium. And then to the left, a hallway that ends, but you assume it curves to the right or the left. And there's one door there as well. So essentially four points to check out. Got it. Okay. Uh, the atrium looks nice, like a good place to stretch me wings. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's, let's go that way. I mean, might as well go check it out, right? Before we go um, closer, FaZe would go up to time that erodes young love and give them a pat <laughs> on the back and say, hey, it's okay. We all got each other. And um, I'll give them guidance. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Now go get him, champ. Nika, don't play a cleric better than me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when did you play a cleric? <laughs> huh? <laughs> a little fun. Was it like a, a level one cleric slash like 18 necromancer or something? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, this is straight cleric. <laughs> I played a cleric. It counts. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm a cleric. <laughs> As you walk past the doorway on the left-hand side, you can see that the doors open and you see what looks like a lavish bedroom. Um, there are intricate wooden furniture, a large bed, a desk, a nightstand, um, and it looks rather expensive and comfortable. So this, we're, we're, we're in it, right? So that we're like in the, we've gone through hole and we're in mystery. Correct. Okay, so this is not just like Ridley's bedroom <laughs> that we're in right now. <laughs> like, okay, I brought everyone here to look at how cool my bedroom is. <laughs> yeah, you came from a cavern and it looks like they broke through a hallway yeah. into a city. How, how like decayed? Yeah, yeah. Is there like look? dust? Like, what's spider's webs? No, no, it's all very well maintained. Um, there is no sign of like uh, abuse or uh, spider webs or anything like that. I feel like the only thing more scary than like walking up, like rocking up on a dusty, like decrepit room is a room that is obviously like where no one could get to it that is pristine. Yeah, when, when <laughs> seeing this, I, I turned to our group. 
How the fuck did you not know this was here? It's right next to you. Look at this. Are you talking to us? Yes. We didn't enter in here. You have to understand, we sent men to go check this out. They were supposed to come back and report, and they never came back. But there was a city so close to your operation. It was You didn't hear any parties. Uh, if you played a fucking drum loud enough, you would hear it. Look, we utilize the royal maps of, of the Wormsbane. There is no evidence that this city was ever down here. Hmm. That is why it's considered one of the greatest archaeological finds of our time. Concerning? What a mystery. (laughs) I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, everybody. Bachman here. And hey, I get it. Erectile dysfunction is a sensitive topic. And it's difficult visiting a doctor to talk about it because if you go outside, everyone will see you're not hard. Thankfully, through hymns, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. Answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed. The process is simple and online, so you can skip all the hard stuff. Save that for your pants. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash greetings. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash greetings for your personal ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash greetings. Let's get hard together. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. My favorite spring takeaway, especially after doing taxes, is cleaning out my dang monthly bills that I don't need. When I do my taxes and I go through the lines, I'm like, I spent how much on an MMO I'm not playing? At the end of the month, where does all my dang money go? I can tell you right now that with Mint Mobile, my money is not wasted at all on wireless. I've lowered my wireless bill. So cheap, so valuable with Mint Mobile. You know it. A couple years ago, Jennifer and I switched. We haven't looked back. What else am I going to tell you? It just works. I did it. I switched. And I'll tell you what, whenever I go through my bank statements, that wireless bill, compared to what I was paying before, I scream in heavens and I, I do a dance. All right. I'll do a little dance. You should also say bye to your overpriced wireless plans. Get rid of those jaw dropping bills, especially because Mint Mobile is here to rescue you. They have premium wireless plans that start at just 15 bucks a month. On top of that, all the plans come with high-speed data, unlimited talk and text, and it's all on the nation's largest 5G network. Whoa. 
Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash greetings. That's mintmobile.com slash greetings. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash greetings. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fee, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling like you're stuck, can't breathe, or that you could explode at any moment? Life is stressful, and whenever it becomes too much to carry, lighten the load with therapy. Recently, I've had life throw a lot at me, and instead of bottling it up like I normally do and keeping it to myself, I started therapy, and now that weight feels lifted off my chest. If you think it's time to let therapy do the heavy lifting, reach out to BetterHelp. It's entirely online, so it's therapy that's convenient, flexible, and perfectly suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you're free to message, video, or phone call your therapist whenever you need. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash dragons to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash dragons. Uh, Daggy goes into the room. Yeah. My uh, pseudo dragon is like making kind of like laps in the air, checking things out. So you enter the room. Uh, does everybody enter the room or just Daggies? I definitely, yeah. Uh, I stand outside. Briar does too. This is the atrium? No, this is the bedroom. Huh. I would go into the room, but stand next to the door. Okay. Mm. And put something like a stick or something to wedge the door. So if it were to shut, it wouldn't shut directly. I'm going to start rifling through stuff. Absolutely. So you start... Um, going through things. If you want to just roll like a quick investigation check. Sure. Mm-hmm. I've got a minus one. 18. Oh God, I got a one minus one. So a zero. Oh! <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Damn. Faze is like so focused on like, I'm going to make sure this door propped open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like really doing like a dad job of it and making yes. sure that no fingers are going to get pinched. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Safety first. Um, I got a seven for my investigation, so I'm, I don't know. I assume I'm I'm being like, I'm seeing shiny things, and that's all. I'm just like, Ooh. so, Daddy, you immediately find um, several things while you rifle through this room. Uh, for the most part, you are seeing a lot of finery. Um, you know, there are uh, nice clothing, and uh, there are tapestries on the wall. Um, you do find a ink and quill set that probably is worth some money. Um, you know, five, ten gold pieces. It's very intricate, made out of gold and a, a very fine bird feather. Toss it over my shoulder. <laughs> it's immediately caught by my, my, my pseudo dragon. Yes. <laughs> also, uh, you find a silver wash basin. And this silver wash basin is carved intricately with what looks like a scene for maybe some kind of religion or some kind of god. Hmm. Um, it also seems of worth. We take it. Oh, there's nothing worthwhile in here. 
Uh, pass me some of those feathers, won't ya? <laughs> Stop throwing the things. These are very old, maybe, or I, we don't know. Don't break them, we'll need them. Need them for what? Selling clues. Only one of us here be needing feathers, matey. I'm the only one that knows their true value. Company. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I just got it. Now I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. can tell my mama's face is like he definitely made a joke. I don't understand it. <laughs> well, before I, got- I was gonna kill him just because he was doing it. Now I'm gonna kill him because he's making me laugh when it takes me a couple <laughs> seconds to when he throws one in there. <laughs> so although Daggy is rifling through drawers and uh, cabinets. Briar is taking a little bit more of a broad scope of the room, mm-hmm. not really noticing anything, until your eyes come across what looks like a leather-bound tome on oh. the nightstand next to the bed. But there is something very peculiar about this book. You are drawn to it. Mm. It looks familiar to you. And there's almost like a insignia on the top of the book, and it looks like a tooth or something along those lines. Okay. So okay, so I I reach out and just touch it at first, like just kind of run my fingers along the top of it. It's soft, almost kind of like a short velvet. Um, it is very familiar. That the tactile response that you're getting, you, it almost strikes a memory to you. I I pick it up. You pick it up and you feel like you know this book. This book is from your past. I, I actually first, so I've got it in my hands. I actually kind of like press it to my chest for a second because I like almost am like I'm, I'm absorbing the aura mm-hmm. that's coming off of this book. And I kind of like look around to see if anyone's like watching me. And then I, uh, then I open it up. The sensation of the book touching your chest almost feels correct. Like you've done this act before. Oh. And as you open the book, I have to ask everybody else to take off their headsets. <laughs> Fuck you. <gasps> Briar, as you open the book, you realize that this is your diary. Oh, shit. But yet, you don't have a diary. You don't recall ever writing a diary about your past life. But yet, here it is. I'm like, I always thought maybe it would be cool to do a diary. But I never did a diary, did I? And I flip, start to flip through it to see, are there like dates or anything? Like, what do I, I guess, I guess I, I actually, I could kind of see Briar like kind of starting from midway, just kind of like, you know, flipping through it. As you open the book midway and you start looking at the passages written within, you recognize the handwriting to be your own. As you read the passages, it's very odd because it talks about a twin that you never had. You've never had any siblings. You've had plenty of family members, cousins and aunts and uncles, but you are an only child. But yet your diary that you're currently reading speaks of a twin that was a very big part of your life. So much so because that when you were born, you were born as a conjoined twin. (gasps) This twin was actually a part of you, attached to your side. You grew up together, did everything together, until at one point you were blessed by the visiting of a clerical group who were able to come and actually separate you from your twin through divine magical means. At this point, you start to 
subconsciously rub your side. And on the side, amongst your skin and fur, there is a large scar that runs down the length of your side, where you can only assume that the surgery happened, where you were separated from this twin. And, and I have to assume that my brain is like, but this was not here before. Like It was not. Or is it almost like, how did I never notice this was here? Like you, Correct. You have never had a memory of this. You have never had a memory of a twin, but yet- But it feels right and real. Roll stress saving throw. Yee. Okay, so so I don't have a, a, a modifier for this, right? Correct. Your stress ability score is 10, and therefore you have no bonus, but you get to roll a d20. Okay, okay. I'm excited and scared. Okay, I got an 18. Okay, so you succeed in your stress saving throw, but you still lose one stress point. This is an incredibly stressful situation. Yeah. Finding out that at some point you were separated from a twin, a conjoint twin that you have no memory of. And as your head starts to reel, you sit down on the bed while you're reading this passageway and you immediately fall through the bed. Blankets and sheets and pillows and all. And as you're hurtling farther down, the darkness covering you, you can see up to the pinpoint of light of the room that you just came from that's getting smaller and smaller. And at the last moment before you black out, you see somebody hanging from a sheet upside down as their leg is wrapped. And that person is you. (laughs) And then you black out. For those of you who are in the room, you can see that Briar is interacting with what looks like some kind of suede or leather-bound tome. They start to read the book, and they make a face. The face isn't sad or happy. It's, It's a face of confusion, thoughtfulness. They start to subconsciously touch their side as if maybe rubbing or scratching their side. And they sit down on the bed in the room and immediately disappear. She falls through the bed as the blankets and pillows plummet into what you can only assume is a pit trap. What do you do? Crikey! (laughs) I shoot my pseudo dragon down the hole. As you shoot your pseudo dragon. Vendrian, go! Down the hole. You find, thankfully, Briar hanging a sheet wrapped around her ankle, and she is upside down, but passed out. And that is where we're going to call it. No, fuck you! Whoa! Dang! How exciting! Oh, man. Fred, that was fun. I'm excited. Oh, my God! It's so exciting! Wow. I wouldn't have thought we'd have a death the first episode, but here we are. Yeah. Yeah. I... Jennifer, what happened when our headphones? I, I I I cannot tell. Oh, okay. You can. You'll have to ask Briar when when you talk to them again. I glanced briefly at the chat un, unintentionally, and all I saw was "Whoa, cool!" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I don't want to stop. Let's just do another four hours. <laughs> no, let's just keep going. No, I'm I'm super excited. I I'm very excited to see what happens next week. It's fun to do a spooky thing. Mm-hmm. And ha- have a, uh, I like that Bob of like, you don't know what's actually going on. Yeah. I don't know what you're referring to. You'll find out. <laughs> You'll find out. I gotta say, when Michael DMs, it's it seems way longer. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey. 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 Again. hey. Again. Wait a minute. Well, there's more of us here playing, so there's that. And well, we have some dice to give away. <laughs> Yeah, Twitch, you have a few more moments to uh, enter in hashtag Leviathan. Um, and uh, if you don't win, as I always like to say, then you uh, can head on over to dieharddice.com. You have to go there regardless, to be honest with you. Um, but if you enter in the offer code DRAGONS with an exclamation mark until the end of 2021, uh, you'll get 15% off if you're listening to this in 2022. Head on over to Instagram.com slash greetings adventurers that's the only place that is guaranteed to have the current code if you're outside that window 15 percent off we get a little kissy of that in the back end so if you if you're gonna buy dice heck might as well give us give us a taste share the love uh congratulations to becky teal 0604 becky teal 0604 you have won the beautiful dice yum 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 gimme 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 that was fun that was fun so I love to I love to meet new f- friend characters and talk to them and, and see what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, and I like the whole thing of like kind of vamping like in the moment of like I just made this thing up with my character yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, thank you to uh, uh, John, Mister Nudzer. Yeah, for, yes, uh, thank you making this cool backdrop Hell for yeah. us. Yes, uh, John makes uh, uh, consistently made our overlays. And uh, I always say that I just, he deserves to be thanked a billion times. And uh, thank you, Michael, for remembering. Yes. I just looked at it and I was like, that's so cool. It looks cool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and we had to do a different one because now there's uh, six of us. Yeah. Fred's here. We love him. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on uh, Twitter at GeekLink at d Podcast um, or on Instagram at Greetings Adventurers. I'm at Thrifty Nerd. I am at Tim landing on Twitter, and I'm also a, a, a DM that uh, DMs like Fred does mm-hmm. uh, on Thursdays at 2 p.m. That's right, 2 p.m. Eastern during the GD day over on twitch.tv slash geekly. And currently we're playing Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. What's Whoa. your show called? Uh, Darkest Days of Dale. Hell yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Oh, you should. I hear it from the from just Tim's side in the house. Um, you can find <laughs> me on Twitter at Jennifer Cheek. You can find me on Twitter and on pretty much every platform, including spicy ones at mm-hmm. Nika underscore Howard. You can find me on Instagram at the Nika Howard. You can find me on Twitter at the Mike Bachman. Head over, you know, check out Review Hole. I haven't posted anything in a while, but the now that my PC's working again, I got another one in the pipe. Yeah. Hell yeah. And everything you've posted, it's like one of those things that if this channel only posted like two things a year, or like every other year, it would be well worth the follow. It absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, don't forget to follow uh, them on TikTok too. Very, f- you got funny stuff. Ooh. I like your TikToks. <laughs> you got a hot two TikToks, I think. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. You do. Two, you did two TikToks. All right. I guess I gotta get on TikTok. Now. <laughs> All right. All right. Now I gotta get on TikTok harder. <laughs> and you can find me on the Twitterverse at I think I'm Fred. All right. Well. I guess until next week, keep it dicey.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.